to um, 8 to 17. And the king of Israel called an officer and said, Fetch quickly Micaiah, the son of Himla. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, arrayed in their robes, and they were sitting in the open place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Shanaah, made him horns of iron and said, Thus says Jehovah, With these shall you push the, Assyri the Assyrians until they be consumed. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for, for the Lord will deliver it in the hand of the king. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophet, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Let your word, therefore, I pray thee, be like one of theirs, and speak thou good. And Micaiah said, As, as the Lord lives, what my God says, that I will speak. When he, when he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? He said, Go you up and prosper, and they shall be delivered into your hand. The king said to him, How many times shall I abjure you, that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? And he said, I, I saw all Israel scattered upon the mountains, as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return, every man to his house, in peace. And the king of Israel said to, said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? Okay, high. good. good? Mm -hmm. So, um... How far was I supposed to go? That was it. Okay. You're in good shape. Appreciate it. All right. So, uh, they, uh, they bring uh, Micaiah in, but not before we get entertained by uh, uh, all these 400 prophets being able to uh, have their say, and uh, Zedekiah even making it more dramatic. He's got horns of iron, and he says, these are the horns that you're going to gore the Arameans with until they're consumed. I mean, these are really powerful prophecies. You know, they use, thus says the Lord, and they even use dramatic visual aids. They make it seem really believable. You know, sometimes we have to believe things just because it's presented well. You know, they present it well. It's not the word of the Lord, but it's presented well, you know. Um, so, and they, they, they come to... Uh, uh, Micaiah, and, and uh, the messenger that sent tells him what? You better say the same thing. Absolutely. You'd better toe the party line here. You know, the prophet's trade union's position is go up and succeed, and if you know what's good for you, you'll say the same thing. And Micaiah says, well, I'll say what the Lord says for me to say. And so, can you imagine... I, they, they set, I'm just visualizing, they set Micaiah down, and, and they go through several prophets getting asked the question. They say, go up and succeed, go up and succeed, go up and succeed, and so forth. And uh, so that Micaiah really gets this good and well in his head, and he comes to the king, and the king says to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I refrain? He said, go up and succeed, for they will be given to your head. <laughs> You know, he, he mimics what he's supposed to say. Now, did you notice what he didn't say in that? Very significantly what he didn't say. Yes. This is not a thus says the Lord. This is repeating the lines that he was given to speak. And the fact that not even Ahab is willing to settle for that 
proves that he said it in such a way that he was just mimicking what they said. Nobody thought he was saying it seriously. If he'd have said it seriously, Ahab would have done cartwheels. <laughs> Ahab says, How many times must I adjure you to speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? <laughs> we, no, that's, that's hilarious. You know? <laughs> it's like Micaiah says, you, know, you can imagine Micaiah saying, Oh, you want the truth? Oh, well, if that's what you want, let me tell you. I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep which have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let each of them return to his house in peace. Now, what does that mean? Well, yeah. and They're going to return their house in peace without a Yeah, there's not going to be a shepherd. Who's their shepherd been? And... Exactly, and when they get rid of their shepherd, they can have peace. <laughs> That's a zinger right in there. And uh, Ahab says, Joseph, didn't I tell you that he wouldn't prophesy good concerning me but evil? You know, I, I told you he always has bad news for me. All right, comments or questions at this point? This proves that there are people that will listen to what they want to hear. This is absolute proof. And you can tell he knew it from later on in the story. Yeah. <laughs> he believed it even. He believed it. Because what did he do? He disguised himself when he goes in the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to keep the Lord from finding him. You don't. You uh, shoot him with an arrow. <laughs> this has got to be one of the uh, better chapters in the Bible. It's uh, you know just just fascinating, and you just see so much. <laughs> uh, I haven't said that too often today, have I? Not today. Tomorrow is coming again. Uh, probably, but I love this story so. All right, other comments and questions through 17. I think sometimes God uses this situation in humor and I think so too. But the humor is just almost in the story itself. It's not really in the way it's told. It's just so funny because Ahab's so ridiculous. You know? I mean, he makes himself look funny. Well, especially Naboth and Vineyard. I mean, going crying over it. <laughs> it has the baby king. Totally irrelevant to the story. <laughs> Not found in Chronicles. <laughs> now, Greg and Tell, you can leave whenever you want. It is five, but uh, we'll finish 18 before we stop because we're in the middle of it. So, All right, uh, 18 to 27. Him 
Lord says to him, in what way? So he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit, and I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And thus says the Lord, you shall persuade him, and also prevail. Go out and do so. Therefore, look, the Lord has put on a lying spirit in the mouth of these prophets of yours, and the Lord has declared disaster against you. Then Zedekiah, the son of Timnana, went near and struck Micaiah on the cheek, and said, Which, which way did the Spirit from the Lord go for me to speak to you? And Micaiah said, Indeed you shall see on that day when you go into <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, how about 24? But we can take over if you need us to. He needs a sub. When you shall enter in, in, a, in a room to hide yourself. Verse 25, Then the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return to him, Ammon, I'm sorry, Take Micaiah and return to him, Ammon, the governor of the city, and Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus says the king, Put this man in prison, and feed him sparingly with bread and water until I return safely. And Micaiah said, If you indeed return safely, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, Listen, all you people. Now this is interesting because Micaiah tells the background to the deceiving spirit in the mouth of these false prophets that God was wanting to punish Ahab and he tried to get somebody to entice Ahab to fight against Ramoth Gilead so he'd get killed. And a spirit came forward and said, I'll do it and here's how. I'll put this lying message in the mouth of the false prophets and that way it will entice Ahab to go up against Ramoth Gilead where he'll get killed. <laughs> so Micaiah says this in front of these false prophets. Well, that just makes them look really bad. And Zedekiah, one of the false prophets, hits him on the cheek. He says, how'd the spirit of the Lord get from you to me? Or from, from me to you, actually, I guess. And, uh, you know, they're pretty incensed by this. It makes them look really bad. And he says, you'll see. Well, Ahab, I think this is also to manipulate the Lord. What does he have done to Micaiah? Until, until I return safely. And don't hardly feed her or water him. Just give him a little bit uh, to keep him barely alive until I get back safely. Because after all, God wouldn't want his uh, prophet to starve there in prison. So this is kind of trying to put some pressure on the Lord, I think to uh, let him come back safely. And Micaiah says, if you indeed return safely, the Lord has not spoken by me. <laughs> you know, so this is really intensifying the uh, conflict. Comments and questions? You know in the movies when that guy, like a rich guy comes out, he's got all dressed nice, and he's got the white gloves, and he takes off the gloves, and that's what I started to I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that has a connection. I'm confused about why the spirit was going to be a lying spirit. I think that is Second Thessalonians chapter two. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you asked. 
Second uh, Thessalonians 2, verse 9. That is, the one whose coming is in accord with the activity of Satan, with all power and signs and false wonders, and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. For this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false, in order that they may all be judged who did not believe the truth but took pleasure in wickedness. When somebody doesn't love the truth, doesn't believe the truth, but takes pleasure in wickedness, God sends them a deluding influence to convince them to believe what's false. That's part of the punishment for not loving the truth. God will harden your heart and make you believe a lie. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Thirteen, maybe. <laughs> would be whether or not uh, whether or not the prophecy comes true is one thing in Deuteronomy 18. In Deuteronomy 13, also comparing the message with the message of faithful prophets in the past. Is the prophet telling you to worship idols? Is the prophet speaking a message consistent? But I, I, and, and there are sometimes prophets offered signs. But I think more the consistency with prior revelation, and in some cases you may not know until the, you see whether or not it's fulfilled. Nathan has a track record, you know, so you would tend to believe him, but you're right, even a prophet of God that act, spoke on his own wasn't, wasn't right. Good question. Uh, other questions and comments? Greg, I can bring her. I'll bring her. Oh, a little bit longer, but you can go. I'll bring her. Whatever. Let's we'll, we'll finish in, you know, five or ten minutes. But you need, but you need to, you need to get your kids ready. I know, Mindy. It makes him look really bad. Yeah. Good point. Well, some of the elderly when you see in our congregation, um, when they've gone so far and then all of a sudden they just drop off and they don't come as often. But there's reason you know, and you would think that that's what you're getting closer to. What she's trying to explain, we've got a number that very old. We've got one lady that's close to 100 that's but couples that are old with more medical problems, and, and uh, they're still able to get out, and they still come to worship, but some of them are hindered by some of the medical conditions, and they say, well, we're just going to go to this congregation here. Instruments, but instruments of music they may have, very, very liberal, and they feel comfortable doing that. And 
we've had people talk to me and say, look, you've been faithful all your life. Why would you feel the need to do something like that now? You're, you've been running this race all your life. Why would you? You know, some people haven't understood what they're doing. So that. Mm-hmm. Well, people sometimes show that they haven't been as faithful to the Lord as what we might think. Some people fall mm-hmm. as they get older. The influence of those that aren't spiritual. I mean, it just, I think it just shows that. Uh, I mean, I think like <coughs> Brother Crawley, somebody that I used to know, is old, very faithful, very wise. And I mean, it should be that you rely on the Lord and you become more like Him. What's the passage is Amos that you know walk humbly with the Lord to love righteousness, love mercy. Micah six. Lo- what love mercy and love. Righteousness and walk humbly with your Lord to your like And I mean, if you're doing that and you're really loving the truth, loving what's, what's honest and right, then you are going to go closer to the Lord. And the longer you walk in His ways, the more you're going to rejoice in the Lord and the more, I mean, the closer you'll be to Him. The older you get, then you just the, the more. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, let's finish the story 28 to 34. King of Israel judged that King Jude went up against him on the field. King of Israel said to judge that, I will disguise myself and go into battle. But you put on your robes, so the King of Israel disguised himself, and I went into battle. Now the King of Aram had commanded the captains of his chariots, saying, Do not fight with the small of Israel, but the King of Israel <coughs> When the captains of the chariots saw Judge that, they said, It is the King of Israel. And they turned aside to fight against him. But Joseph cried out, and the Lord helped him, and God diverted them from him. When the captains of the chariot saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. And a certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel in the joint of the armor. So he said to the driver of the chariot, Turn around and take me out of the fight, for I am severely wounded. And the battle raged that day, and the king of Israel propped himself up in his chariot in front of the Arameans until the evening, and at sunset he died. Ahab is afraid of the prophecy, so he tells Jehoshaphat, I'll disguise myself and go into battle, but you put on your robes. <laughs> I do not understand Joseph in this one. He's willing to sacrifice his friend to uh, save his own skin. Yeah, <coughs> yeah Ahab is. Is Jehoshaphat just... A little slow? Stupid? <laughs> he doesn't like to say no. He sat here and heard this entire prophecy. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. He's dumb. I agree. Yeah, why did he go to battle? That's the, he wanted to know what the Lord said. He finds out and goes against it anyway. You appreciate the fact he really cared about what the Lord said and wanted to find out about it. Why did he want to find out if he wasn't going to do it? You know what he wanted? He wanted to find out that the Lord approved. He would have felt a whole lot better if the Lord had said yes. I suspect he went into battle really heavy-hearted. But he was going to do it anyway. How many times do we want to find out what the Lord says because we want it to be what we want it to be, but if it's not, it really won't change our plans. It'll just make us sad. So it's bad. It's it's almost as if you see him again here. Uh, He's more worried about pleasing his friends than he is about doing what Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's... uh, you know, I mean, Ahab loses, you know, loses his life by accident almost. I mean, 
God had controlled the plans of the Arameans. Who were they going to fight against? Only the king. Only fight against the king. Well, the king looks like. So they pursue him. Jehoshaphat cries out. and I'll tell you what, the patience of God is immense. I mean, if I'd have been the Lord, I'd have said, well, he deserves this one. But no, the Lord helped him. Got him out of the battle he wasn't supposed to be fighting in the first place. And uh, how does Ahab die? I just love that. A, and a certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel. In a joint of the armor. What are the chances of that? Well, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> 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 because Proverbs 19.21 <laughs> Many plans are in a bad part, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. If the Lord has something to do with it, then, you know, I mean, the Lord's going to see to it. Ahab's going to die in this. We already knew that. I don't care if he's disguised or not. You reckon the Lord doesn't see him? Isn't that amazing? Ahab believed enough to try to disguise himself. You know, what's wrong with that picture? But how many times do we believe enough to try to hide our sins from God? And how many times are we like Jehoshaphat, really want to hear the word of the Lord, but not willing to do it once we hear it? Well, comments and questions. I agree. Some amazing things. And, uh, you know, I preached this uh, chapter on the, uh, under the topic, Attitudes Toward Truth. The Ahab hates the truth. The false prophets pervert the truth. Jehoshaphat considers the truth. And Micaiah loves the truth. He does that for me. I don't think so. I think I was preaching it before you were born. <laughs> or about the time. Yes, I can. Uh, Ahab hates the truth. The false prophets pervert the truth. Jehoshaphat considers the truth. And Micaiah loves the truth. Thank you. I'll just let him talk for me. I'll save my voice. Is that a sermon? That was. Yeah, it I is. I like that idea. It's a, I, I've preached it several times. <coughs> and what are the odds of that? Micaiah loves the truth. Well, you can tell we've been studying too long, can't you? <laughs> but that, that's it. Right, is the name for the poem. Yep. 